When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. It is the week of origin. We are two sleeps away. One for some. I'm talking for myself there. I don't usually sleep on a Tuesday night before origin. I'm that excited. Oh, I'm pumped up. It's like Christmas for us, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I'm fortunate enough to going down to Adelaide on Wednesday morning. Cannot wait. They've, uh, they've been um, they've been pretty lucky, old Adelaide, haven't they? The Premier's got behind the, the big sports events. Yeah. Had, it's had not the, the greatest, I've got to say. Uh, uh, Adelaide Oval is not the greatest ground to watch a rugby league no, game from. it's not. A little bit like Perth, but in saying that, the atmosphere is always great. And I hope mm. they end up selling out all the tickets. It looks like it may not, but it doesn't matter. You can play it in a car park, and it's still that exciting. How mm. are you, Rat? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Good. I'm excited. Big weekend? Like you. Yeah, had a great weekend. Yeah, lots of kids' sport and Actually, traveling around. On that, in our Kia Top 8 tonight, not Kia Top, top eight. 7. Top 8. The Kia Top 8, there's an... Is a late entry, late entry in our right, Kia okay. Top Eight, and it's a little bit closer to home for you. Yeah, Welcome, yeah. listeners, through the Super Radio Network, SN eleven seventy in Sydney and six ninety three in Queensland, and on the Gold Coast sixteen twenty, and Track Fanatic, the app, podcast. Welcome to the show, and it's brought to you by the award winning seven seat Kia Sorento. And Origin continues continues to throw up controversy. And New South Wales, of course, that we we've heard all day have had to make adjustments. Rat, you're putting your hand up. Oh, I was just saying, I I, I went to Melbourne last week and I got I hired a car and they threw me in a Kia Carnival. Oh, really? The oh, big one. There's a ripper. Beautiful. Oh, hey. mate, this thing like goes through the road itself. Like I love it. Yeah, I got to get me one of Outstanding. these. Outstanding. Outstanding. Get us on mm. social media as well. Sports Day Sen on TikTok, Senq on Instagram, and for Twitter, Sports Day NS. W and text in like you do each and every week, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. We've already got some text messages come through, and if you want to call and be part of the show, thirteen hundred zero one eleven seventy. Just in case your text is a little bit too long and you want to verbalise what your uh, opinions are around a lot of our topics tonight. And as I said, it's the controversy around Origin. It always gets thrown up each mm. and every year. And New South Wales turn this year with Latrell Mitchell being ruled out from a calf injury. And Has he even travelled to Adelaide? Yeah, and, you know, oh, Nathan Clear, he's got a toothache. Bad breath. Oh, mate. Well, they're, just, they're trying to play Queensland games, these guys. The Queensland, that's what Origin is. Queensland yeah, do it as well. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah, but Queensland, like, they do it. Like, you can't try and play that game. Yeah, Val's playing on the right, not the left. Yeah. And it's it's all part of it. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm, all part of it. Yeah, it, it is. It, 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 builds, it builds it up, doesn't it? Yeah. Gets everybody talking Absolutely. at work, everybody talking on radio, everybody talking anywhere they are. It's all about origin. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, make sure you get involved in the show. As I said, 0457 736 736. On the show tonight, stick around. 
we have got a great interview with one of the great men of rugby league. Yes, he is a Queensland legend, but you just got to hear the passion with this man talks about some of the stories around Origin as well. Uh, Chris Choppy Close. Yeah, look, I, you know, I know he's a he's a Queenslander through and through, but but this I, I guess this chat will help you understand why Origin is what it is today. Yeah. If if the game wasn't taken the way that Queensland took it in that first series, and 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 even speaking to my dad about it back in the day when they went up for that first Origin game, he was like, "Ah, oh, we didn't know what we were in for. We we just thought we were going up to have a." Another game and win the interstate series like we do every other every, year. Every year, and um, and I, and I think you know, Choppy just puts it into perspective what it meant for these Queenslanders to be able to come back together, and um, you know, an Origin was born. I think if Queen, if if New South Wales go up there and smash them by thirty points, there is we no Origin. Have, yeah, I tend to agree with you there, Rat. They may have tried it again the following year in eighty one for one more game like they mm. did. Eighty two was the first three game series. And if it happened again in 81, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't have... Would, it would have died a natural wouldn't have taken off. Yep. Remember Ross Livermore? Um, not Ross Livermore. It was... Uh, Tosser. No, oh, Senator no. Romakorloff. Oh, Romakorloff. Uh, yeah. Said to my father in 1980, so we're going to try this new concept. It's called State of Origin. What's it about? He goes, so it's where you play your first senior game, 16 or 17 years of age. That's where... He said, for example, like Rod Reddy will come back to play for Queensland one game. My old man said, please, never work. Yeah, so here we are. <laughs> here we are, forty odd years later, oh, and again mate. we still got controversy. Now we're going to get Choppy. We'll coax him into it, either Rat or I. He tells a great story about sitting next to Arthur Beetson in the dressing sheds of the Old Lang Park and watching him methodically go through his preparation. Mm. It's it's a great story, and I've got no doubt Choppy will tell that story. Like it or lump it. Also from the weekend. Yes. 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 Ugh, yeah. How are you, Daddy Vass? Yeah, you're pretty good, boys. Getting really, really revved up. Getting itchy feet. Yeah, a couple of days ago, I can't wait to Hell get no. me hot yeah. dog. Do, do you reckon, like New South Wales oh, yeah, is so man, New yeah. South Wales is so big, right? Yeah. And and I heard Matty John say that say this. He goes, if you had Magic Round in Sydney, and you rocked up there, you wouldn't know it was on because it's so big, and you know, like it just gets lost in it. Well, I suppose where where the stadium is based yeah, as well, out at home. And, and just but but just the fact that. You know, there's a lot of people that don't really care too much. And, and you know, they went through years where they weren't selling out Origin games down in Sydney. Uh, I mean, it's, it's certainly all changed now. But do you reckon, like, the entire state of New South Wales is in a frenzy like the entire state of Queensland is? I've got to say, I mean, there's still a large amount of population in New South Wales are so excited. But I've got to say the regional areas of New South Wales would be, oh, they'd be they'd a be lot like pumped up. Yeah. Queensland get prepared for yeah. it. I guess, I guess Queensland is one big regional area, isn't it? It is, it really? yeah. It is. It is. Um, Kia Top 8, as I said, we've got a, a, another edition of the Kia Top 7. There's an extra edition. Extra. And it's very close to Rat's heart. He's, he, oh, right, okay. His chest has been pumped out today. As skinny and wiry as his chest is, <laughs> it's very pumped it's up It's hard today. to get pumped out. It's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Tennis update with Brett Phillips. BP will join us as he does each and every year around the majors. And, of course, the French Open. Has, what do you say with tennis? It doesn't kick off, doesn't bounce off, has served off. Um, it's it's started. started off. It started. It started. <laughs> yeah, it started. <laughs> well done. No Rafa though. No. Which is sort of like King of Clay. Like that's that's been like my whole gener- my whole life has been watching Rafa yep. dominate on the clay. Yeah. Like his stats, he's lost like one game there in mm. like twenty years yeah. or something. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I know. 
And as you said, it's a dark day for New South Wales fans. Latrell Mitchell ruled out. So when we come on at the end of the night, and obviously everyone has spoken about Latrell and the effect it's going to have on the game, and Stephen Crichton, well, he's got a great opportunity to come in. And with the combination he's got with Brian Toto, they, you know, it's a, it's a more than capable replacement. Well, mate, as, as, as far as Sean Omrod goes, it's not a big out for oh, New South please. Wales. Like, it's yeah. just, oh, mate, it's just... Yeah, you know, Latrell Mitchell. He's playing. I, I, th- I think what that what it, what you lose by not having him out there. Not only his, his um, ability to play and 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 star in big moments is just the aura that Latrell yeah. carries. He's the alpha um, and that's that that plays a big part in big games. Do you know, Badge used to always have a go. Hey, happy birthday to our colleague Badge yesterday. Oh, happy birthday! Yeah, Badge. happy birthday, Badge. I used to always have this not an argument, just a. A small disagreement when I used to say, oh, I love the arrogance of some players and it's a good arrogance. He said, no, it's confidence. And I said, yeah, well, it's much of a muchness. It borderline, to border, the confidence borderlines arrogance. Yeah, and the arrogance doesn't continue off the field. No. But I love it when Luttrell is involved in a moment and he just stands up, all yeah. six foot four of him, and all the players hang off him like, like kids in a tree mm. on a playground. Yeah, oh, I love that. And that's what Luttrell brings to a New South Wales side. But as I said, Stephen Crichton gets a, a great opportunity. Now, we have to look at it from a different angle because you'll hear what our opinions are and the effect that it could have on New South Wales. But we've got to probably try and look at it from a a different perspective, don't we, Mm. at the end of the day after everyone's spoken about it. So what we've done is tonight, 0457 736 736. Get involved in the show. 1300 01 1170 if you want to call up. Who are the best SOS players? And what we mean by that, we want to know the players that have saved the day in origin, much like Stephen Crichton coming in two days before kickoff. An SOS performance. Well, we don't know if he's saved the day yet. For their state. <laughs> yeah, I know, but we could be talking about we this on be. Thursday morning. We could be. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with one. Mm. Game three last year, Cam Munster's out. I've got to say, I was starting to think, you know what, this might be a, a mountain too big to yeah, climb. It could be a blowout here. Even though I was at Suncorp. Tommy Dearden comes in game three. Boom. And has an amazing game. Sets Didn't up a he? try for... For Benny, uh, for Val Holmes, got a forward pass pulled back on Corey Oates. What about this one in 2004? Lockyer, charge down, no knock on. Fiddler's going to score. Fiddler, it's farewell. It's farewell. Comes with a try. Freddie Fiddler scores. Game 31. The end of the career. Yeah, of course. One all going into game three at Homebush. Mm. And Phil Gould calls in his good, good mate, Freddie. Gets the job done. Oh, well, what, what, what about, a send-off. What about um, the Queensland cult hero, Adam Mogg, in 2006? It's Captain Smith. It's gone to Mogg. Mogg's got number two. Adam Mogg has scored. That's his second try. Adam Mogg has scored. Try number two on the move. For Queensland now. Thurston goes to the boot. He tips it over the top. Oh, and Adam Mogg on the far side of the ground. To Origin 3 from Melbourne, that is Adam Mogg. He has been awarded his third try in two games. And Andrew used the expression earlier. When they chose him originally, Adam who? They're not saying it anymore. Yeah, what a what an unlikely hero, but what an absolute champion bloke. Like just, he lives up on the sunny coast now, and just uh, abs- I've spoken to him a few times in the last couple of years. Just a great fella. Two Origin games. Yep. Two memorable Origin yep. games that basically turned it turned the the records for for Queensland that 
will probably never ever be beaten. So zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Who are your great SOS players? The performances over the years with Latrell Mitchell being ruled out. There's plenty. There's oh, yeah. plenty. It's already lit up. Yeah. And 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 the one that I I said straight away has popped up straight away. So um, Michael and Paul, you both voted this. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's Alfie. When he got called back from Warrington, I think he was playing. Daniel from New Zealand and Timaru, he's saying the same. 2001 it was, boys. 2001, um, when Alfie got the call from the great Wayne Bennett to come back and ask him if he had one more go around in him, and he came back and got the job done. Do you remember his reply? Have you heard the story about his reply? Oh, yeah. Wayne called him and said, how would you feel as they coming back and playing the decided? He says, what's taking you so long? Yeah, yeah. And no one knew about it. Mm. I mean, Badge... Badger was actually the conditioner in that game, strength yep. and conditioner for Queensland, and he said he didn't know about it. And Benny Eichen was sent to go and pick him up from the airport as well. Andrew G and Alfie were playing at Warrington, and he'd rang Andrew G first, I think, Wayne Bennett, and Andrew G was the one that sort of said to Alfie, hey, listen, Wayne's going to call you because, yeah, there's, there's going to be a potential opportunity for you. Yeah, so send your text message in, 0457 7367 Three six. Some of the great SOS, the great call outs to players at the last moment. I mean, Joey was it Joey two thousand and five? Joey, yeah, two thousand five. Yeah. When Barrett went down, Danny Badiris was the captain. Yep, and uh, they called in Joey and put on a clinic, put didn't absolute he? clinic yep. in game three. Yep, just yeah. You know, I think that might be the last time that they won the series in Queensland. Was, was it the last time they won that series? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm just thinking off the top of my head there, but yeah. Anyway, it's a. Um, it was. He, he went out there and he played footy like he was playing in the backyard and yep. absolutely brained him. It was like he was on another level. It was yeah. like a man playing against boys, and yep. it was state of origin. Mm. And uh, yeah, he was such, he was special to watch that night. I can yeah. tell. Yeah. One three hundred zero one eleven seventy on the Sports Day line. We have Danger. How are you, Danger? Danger. How are we going, boys? Good. What's... Hey. Um. Two two ones. Um, my favourite. I know it wasn't State of Origin, but it was um, when he kicked the conversion from the line and they won the championship, the grand final. Um, from what's his name? For oh, that? It was from, a field goal. He missed the conversion. He kicked the field goal, yeah. Danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was um, that was. He's my favourite. A little off topic, um, but yeah, no, he kicked the sideline <laughs> yeah, conversion. Yeah. Sorry origin, about though. that. Yeah. Oh, in Origin, when he had a busted the shoulder. Other, yeah. Yes. Yeah, mm. I mean, like he's just yeah, you know, he's one of them guys that can just play and play and play and play. You know, I mean, he reminds me just a little bit of your dad. You know what I mean? Pain wasn't a factor; it was the game. He's a tough what pain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing was the time. What time is actual um, game on? Because you've got to remember, South Australia is um, half an hour ahead of us. It is too. It is. I didn't think yeah. that was dangerous. I, I would say to everybody, check your local guides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. Mate, check the app. Check check the NRL app. It'll have the time wherever you yeah. are. Yeah. 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 Well, I've looked at it up here, and up here it says 8:05. No, it'll be And the I'm time. thinking, well, hang on. Yeah, but that's 8:30 down there. Then it's 10:30, quarter to 11 before the game. Yeah, now that'd be right. If late. it's 8:30 no. down there, they'll base it around the original time that it always has been. Yeah, yeah. it'll be eight o'clock, night. mate. Yeah, it'll be eight o'clock. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, no danger. Drama. Good on you, Thanks, buddy. Mate. Now we've got Craig from Maitland as well. You, uh, Craig, you want to make a comment about your nominations for best SOS performances? 
Yeah, it has to be Alfie, uh, game three, 2001, I'd say, at the old QT Stadium there at Nathan, where the stadium's called, I'd say, my good friend Mark Hughes was fullback in New South Wales, was. I think it was 40 to 14, wasn't it? I'd say, yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, so he gave, he gave uh, New South Wales absolute, and junior Wayne Pierce, who was the coach, I'd say, and Freddie, who was, who was, who was the captain, New South Wales captain, absolute nightmares that, that, that night. Yeah, he was. He yeah. scored one try, set up a couple as well. As amazing scenes. There was a little bit of a whisper on that day. We didn't know whether it was true or not. And then all of a sudden, yeah, to see him turn up at training a couple of days out, it was yeah, pretty amazing, wasn't it, Craig? Yeah. As regards to Wednesday night, uh, it'll be about 11 o'clock uh, in London. I was, I was just landed at uh, Heathrow, I'll say, uh, just nine of the say for, for Wednesday night. I was like, yeah, but... Uh, even with Latrell out, I still think New South Wales will win. Well, it doesn't matter who you throw in there with a, an Origin jersey. Someone comes out with a Superman performance. Thanks, Craig, and thanks, Danger, for your calls. If you want to be involved in the show, 1300-01-1170. Let's get to a news update. Thanks to Polaris really quickly, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. And again on Origin, Payne Haas. He's recovered from an ankle injury that he sustained on Friday at training, limp from, from training from the field. And Nathan Cleary... A tooth infection. Now, a lot of people go, what? Are you serious? But I've been led to believe, and I did some research today. Correct <laughs> me if I'm right. Did some research. Correct me if I'm right. I don't dent. I don't. No, a friend of we mine. We can't see a, your face because you're a dentist yeah, now. Yeah. That's why you're on right here. Like Good work, right? Uh, and a dentist friend of mine did say, when you do have a tooth infection, at times it can leak. Now, this is disgusting. It can leak pus into your bloodstream. So you need to get on antibiotics straight away, preferably, preferably uh, intravenous. So you can get through it quicker. Mm. So again, it'd be interesting. Now, if you you think that New South Wales are trying Queensland scare tactics, don't you? Mate, Bruce Bruce just yeah. brought something yeah. to mind. Evening, gentlemen. Is it's Bruce from Blacksmiths? Didn't New South Wales win the series in Queensland in twenty twenty one? All they games did. were there. They were. Yeah. But I'm talking about decider. The decider. Well, oh, I guess okay, the yep. decider was one in Queensland too. Yep. But um, yeah. But it's uh, it, look, it's shaping up to be an absolute. Beauty, isn't it? And and it just seems like New South Wales are playing, trying to play the Queensland mind games. I just I did see a text there. Is that next story is going to be uh, Munster's Munster goes down with an ankle injury. The text message has actually said Munster has a twisted axle <laughs> for Emil's Muzz. I'm not sure whether there's a correct text there or he actually means an axle. Possibly, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, keep text coming in and. Um, Coming up really soon, we're going to like it or lump it. But as I said, going to keep promoting this great chat with Chris Choppy Close. Probably going to have it in the second hour, probably segment five. Yeah, Daddy Vass, what do you think? We can't get him too late. He'll be, he'll be going to bed. Yeah, he'll be going Chop. to bed. Yeah, we'll give him a call just after seven. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Let's get to the break. Polaris ended financial year deals are on now. Get up to $3,000 free accessories on the Polaris Rangers. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back. And we've got a couple of texts here. 0457 736 736. David Old Toon Gabby. Adelaide is 30 minutes behind the East Coast. That's what uh, 299 says as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. half so an the hour game behind. will be at 7.30. So either way, I think the game will still be at 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah, 8 o'clock here. It's going to be at 8 o'clock on the East Kickoff Coast. Kickoff ends up being about 8.15. 
Yeah. Yeah, but it'll be right. 7.30 in Adelaide yeah. as well. I'll let you know when I'm down there. Yeah, I'll, I'll text yeah, yeah right, mate. Yeah. Just text me what the time is. Uh, this is one of my favourite segments each and every week. Yes! 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 Ugh, yeah. Fitzy's saying, I hope Cleary is out. Nico is a much better option. I'm lumping that, Fitzy. Give yourself mm. an uppercut. I, I, look, I, I like Nico. Don't, don't get me wrong, but uh, it'll be a big ass now. Like, with two days to go, did it throw, throw him in? Yeah. Uh, he, he hasn't played Origin before. It's a big ask. It is a big you know, ask. That, in that position. We, we've sure, seen some great sure, debutants, he, but haven't we? He, he's, play, he's played, you know, he, he's been training for a role that is, is not to go out there and steer the team around. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm sure he'd do it, but it'd be a big ask. Yep. I, I think New South Wales would be far better off at this stage having Cleary at the num- in the number seven. Jersey. Mark says, boys, you better be careful with your information. Adelaide's half an hour behind New South Wales. Cheers, mate. Yeah, you're right. But I actually didn't even realise that Adelaide was bef- in front or behind. Well, you thought outside it was the same. Outside same of Daylight time, Saving. So. <laughs> same time, outside so. of Daylight Saving, I thought it was yeah, the same. That's yeah, how yeah, stupid yeah. I am. Uh, like it or lump it, what are you liking, Rat? Well, I'm liking the thought of the Raiders mm-hmm. resting Jared Croker this week. You know, you, I agree with you. We're part of the minority. Rest, rest him this week. Give him his 300th back in Canberra. At home. Yeah. Well, you know, he's suffered a lot of injuries the last two years. Well, they got this week. The, the, Tigers, the Tigers at Campbelltown. At, Tigers at Campbelltown. But, you know, all that aside, people saying, is it disrespectful of the Tigers? No, I don't think it is. You always should put your best team on the field. Yeah, I agree. But he has been injury prone in the last two years. Could you imagine if he received an injury where he can't, Possibly play for the rest of the year, and is that going to be his career? He finishes on two ninety nine. No, no, no. His three hundredth would be at Campbelltown. No, but what if he gets injured? Oh, no, he plays his three hundredth yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, three hundredth yeah, at Campbelltown. <laughs> but what 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 I'm saying is, you know, the other issue is he sits out. Yeah, a young kid goes in and has an absolute blinder, yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't get his spot back. I know. And I, you know, it, there's a really good quote I saw today around this very topic with the Canberra Raiders, and. Jared Croker said, it's not about the amount of games that count. It's about making the games count. So it's not about, about the total. It's about the ones that you play and making them count. And I, yeah. I think it's a really good way to look at it. And Ricky Stewart. Very deep, isn't it? Ricky Stewart, yeah, I know. Very zen-like. Very zen. Ricky Stewart had said, <laughs> you know, this, this decision was made weeks ago. And it's not Jared's decision. Now, I know there's a lot of people who said, I want to play every game. I want to be there for every game. And I get that. But when you played 300... Does it really matter? That's a lot of games. Isn't it's it? a lot of football. Mm. Eh? When I first read this, I didn't like it. Didn't? Yeah, I no. didn't know what to think about it at first. I like it. Mm. I like it. Just because, you, like you said, you want your best players on the paddock. Yeah. Yep. And he's it, what he's done in the last month of footy. Well, he's one of the big reasons why they've turned yeah. it around. Yeah, he's had a few defensive lapses of late, I've noticed. Always has. Yeah, Probably yeah. a big reason why he hasn't been picked at Origin. One of the yeah, better players yeah. never to play Origin. Yeah. I, I think Croak is one of the players at the Raiders, like we are talking about before, presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good point. Well, he's got a calming influence. Mm. And, and, yeah. and, and, and again, you know. It's interesting the different influence players have on teams. So you look, talk about Gordy Tallis. He made you go to another level of intensity in your game. Mm. Luttrell is just that you feel confident around him. Whereas Jared Croker, you talk about the word presence. It's, it's calm. Just, it keeps everyone calm, yeah. keeps everyone composed and mm. level-headed. So yeah. it's interesting the effect that uh, different people have. Yeah. What yeah. else you got? I'm liking, I don't know whether the listeners saw the game between the Knights and Manly. Of course, at McDonald Jones, the old marathon stadium. And because he knows every bit of that grass and that field and also the wind, the changes in wind, Joey Johns, he was 
commentating for Channel 9 and talking to Jackson Hastings saying, okay, this part of the field, you've got to go to the right, uh, upright. Mm. This part of the field, you've got to go low and hard towards the black dot. This one here, you've got to go to the left upright and it'll hook you back in. It'll draw you back in, I should say, or slice you back in. And while, he, while he's listening to it, every time he said it, he was correct. And, yeah. ha- and Hastings, of course, not listening to the commentary, of course, he's not getting the, the feedback. He'd go the opposite and wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be work. able to convert to six. Yeah. I loved it. Loved oh, it. Oh, well, mate, it's his, it was his place, wasn't it? It was his home for so yeah. long. And he certainly, I mean, I, I, I was on the end of a few hidings from Joey up there at Newcastle many a time. Oh, but, um, when he was on. Yeah, they were good days. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, a really quick one here that I like. I saw yep. some footage on Twitter. League tag girls, the young cherry pickers versus the Gundagai Tigers and the referee on the weekend in their clash. You know, remember the old, old, day, old days when you used to run out two teams and you'd line up and you'd face the kid and you'd shake mm. his hand at mm. the halfway mark. Referee mm. gives you the, you know, what he expects. So they did that. So the young cherry pickers, Gundagai Tigers girls and the referee doing the nut bush. Before oh, really? I didn't see that. In honour of Tina Turner. Oh, that's, that's insane. That would, have like been, that would have been unreal. What are you lumping? Well, I'm, I'm not like – it was, you know, one pitch invaders, you know, you can deal with it. Yep. Um, but the number of pitch invaders they had at Napier uh, for the New Zealand game, just not a good look for the game. It's not a good look for them if they want to have games back over there. Uh, it was just – it became a bit of a joke. Mm. And, um, you know, it's something that – if they take a game back there, they're going to have to look at because it um, it, it, it really ruined the, um, the the momentum of the game, mm. you know, and it, it certainly didn't help New Zealand. So yeah, not ideal. I, when I first I heard, I heard Paul Gallen going off on this the footy show, I was going, "Come on, gal, settle down. It's just some pitch invader. Who cares?" But then when I went and actually watched the footage, the amount if you haven't seen it, listeners, you'll be able to find it somewhere YouTube, Twitter, whatever it may be. They've identified that there's a lack of security yep. at the ground, at Napier. Sellout. It's great scenes. Mm. Good game too. And they identified that if one went, the security going to chase after that person. So then another one went. So from this one area, I, know, I counted six at one stage. It was like the old Bay 13. And the players were on units. the field too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, on the, and I know it can be – a lot of people think it's a little bit dramatic, but on the back of the Monica Seller stabbing at the tennis – Yeah. You've got to err on the side of caution. Oh, you? absolutely. I mean, there's nothing better. You know what? I reckon I reckon if there's a pitch invader, but there's a streaker, so they've officially got all their kit off, the players are allowed to crash tackle them. Mate, I played I – played, um, well, I didn't play in a game. I, I remember watching this game at yep. Ellis Park, South Africa versus New Zealand. Mate, a, 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 a spectator got on the field, ran to the scrum and knocked out the ref. I saw that. I remember yeah, seeing that, yep. yeah. They put up – Massive fences with barbed wire around them. I, when, I played in the in the match a couple of weeks after that. Yep. It's a terrifying place to play. Yep. Very aggressive fans, very angry. And, you know, you play in the Springboks, so they're very passionate. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's all in a little – it's all lighthearted fun yep. until it's not. Yeah, exactly. And you, that, that's got to be stamped out. Yep. Is that your lump at Daddy Vass? Yeah. Back to Bellum? Yeah, it was. But just before we get to that, uh, greatest – Pitch Invader hit of all time by Andrew Simons. Andrew oh, yeah. Simons. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He didn't like him. He chased after a few too. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. went after him. The guy well, deserved it's, it's, it as it's, well. it's your place of work. Yeah. And you're trying to – like in a, in a game of footy is intense at the best of times. And you say, oh, it's a lighthearted moment. But you're trying to focus on doing something that's – He's focused on the middle stump as the guy's running yeah. towards him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good evening, Sats and Rat from the weekend. I'm loving Greg Marju getting a hat trick. 
Daniel Saifidi, 150 milestone. Also, KP taking significant contact but remaining on the field. I'm lumping the ref overruling the bunker on a mistake. Happened again. Mm. Play the ball. Uh, that was his to begin with. Also, how long it took Lachlan Croker to drop the ball out late in the first half. Regards, Mickey G from Woodbury driving the bus. wonder what team he supports, eh? Well, he, he, well, he, he <laughs> loves his South Sydney because he did say... Evening again. Was it me or did the bunnies miss stretch on the weekend as they ran down the side he defends on? That's, of course, Campbell Graham. Mm. Mm. Well, of course, you're going to miss a quality player like that, oh, aren't absolutely. you? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get to a break. After the break, we're going to have an injury update thanks to Boop. Uh, and also, we're going to have uh, Brett Phillips, BP, who's going to come on and fill us in about the first day of French Open. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Like it or lump it, we just did. And Fitzy has said... Nico Hines is the best seven in the comp by miles. Clear he's never stood up in origin, so lump that, Sats. <laughs> Who's that from? Fitzy. Oh, your mate. Fitzy. Of course he's stood up. He's won three out of five origin series, oh. Nathan Cleary. Fitzy, you Thank dribbler. Fitzy. Yeah. He like he's, like a uh, he's, very, he's built like a, a two-iron, too. He's a little biased, Fitzy. Yeah. Hey, Daddy Vass, before we get to our injury update for Booper, mm. you wanted another one on Jack DeVellum. Yeah, so boys, I was watching that game on Thursday. He's putting yeah. the sin bin for that hit on the legs, right? Mm-hmm. Now he copped a fine. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, it's a bad act. It's got to be stamped out of the game, and and I don't, I don't think a fine suffice. I, I no, really don't. I just think if a player's getting put in the bin, and it's and it's a crucial part of the game, like I think the other. It doesn't team, matter whether it's crucial or not. No, part it, of the it game. could be crucial. It could do his freaking yeah, knee. Exactly. And, and and then you go and find him. The player's really getting taught a lesson. Like they need to yeah, be. Yeah, they will weeks, if they continually they? keep getting money taken out of their pay each month. They'll they'll, they'll learn eventually. But it's a matter of whether you want them to learn over a long period of time or you want to hit them hard really it. early yeah. and like a shotgun snap effect. Mm. I hate it. I think it's and again it could be the players' faults, but they're being coached to do this. And I'll say it again. I'm sorry. Correct me if I'm right. <laughs> the NRL have built a rod for their back. They allow the defence like this to happen where the players tackle up around the ball, a player stands there vulnerable, and another player, whether he spears in or not, you don't know whether the player standing there has got pre-existing injuries, you don't know whether they've got a, a niggling knee or an ankle injury, you don't know the history of that player. So we're putting the players in those positions. So until we teach people to be rewarded for tackling low, um, it's going to continue to happen. So the NRL have made a rod for their back as well. Mm. Injury update, thanks to Boot Bar. Stick around again. Like we said, we've got Chris Choppy close joining us very soon. Rooster Muzz, yeah, we did do the interview earlier because he does like to go to bed very early. So mm. um, he was going to – wanted a quick – actually, Rooster Muzz, text in the question you want to ask him. We'll text him while the show's on and he'll we'll see, we'll see, if we get see if he gets it back to us. So text yeah. a question in. Uh, injury update, thanks to Booper. Switch to Booper. CanStar's outstanding value health insurance for 2022. And, of course, if you haven't already heard, Latrell Mitchell is out. Stephen Crichton comes in. Nathan Cleary, there is a question mark over him as well. You'd think Nico would just slip straight into there if anything happens, yeah, wouldn't you, would. Rat? he would do. Yep. Yeah. What did they bring in? 
So the 18th man is Matt Burton, actually. Matt Burton's Matt Burton, coming as yeah, the 18th Matt, man. Well, well it, it sort of just it fits, slots right in, doesn't yeah. it, to what they actually had. So, yeah. yeah. Corey Hutterwood, a night, a back row from the Raiders. Well, he has been discharged, but for listeners who didn't get to see that footage on Saturday night, quite distressing, I've right. got to say. Uh, takes a hit up, no contact around the head, gets up, plays the ball, goes to run back into his position and collapses and goes into some sort of seizure as well. So well done to South players, their medical staff, of course the Raiders, their players and medical staff. The way it was handled was professional and was in the best interest of not only the viewers but also everyone involved. So some quite distressed-looking players as well on the field. When you saw Papa's face uh, when they panned to him, it it was like, wow, this is is serious stuff. And, um, yeah, it was very – it took me back to the NFL earlier this year when – was a Hamlin who Demar Hamlin who, who had, had a cardiac, had a cardiac arrest, arrest mm. on the field and um, yeah it was it was frightening times but yeah thankfully uh, he's okay and um, yeah it would have been very disturbing for his family who his sister was in the crowd there that night but uh, did you see Ricky he was yeah. up in the coach's box oh he got down to the sideline pretty quick. real quick yeah and that wouldn't be about talking to his players about staying focused it would have been nah, about how's my right. player looking yeah yeah, yeah. Um, he did put out an Instagram post yesterday. Basically outlining how he's feeling. Thank you to everyone involved. The respect that he that the rugby league community showed. The South Sydney officials and players. And he said that they're going to do some further tests on why this has happened. They've got no mm. idea why it's happened. There's been no previous symptoms for from all reports. And but the signs are positive. Canberra fans and rugby league fans. He feels they will be back on the ground pretty pretty soon. Mm. What about Lockie Fitzgibbon? Calf injury. Well, I had him in my anytime try score yesterday. So I had I had Reuben Garrick, Newcastle win by six or more. Tick tick. Lachlan Fitzgibbon. Calf injury. Gone. He's been he's, he's been carrying that for about seven weeks. I don't know what's going on with these calf injuries. There's a lot. Is it, Old the, man's is it the speed of the game? Do you think it's know. the speed of the game? That it's just it's sped up so much and you know but the six again has been it's around a, for a, quite a couple of years now. It's the fatigue. Side of things, it is. You yeah. know what I mean. And you, you sort of you, you're slowing down, then you got to go again. You got to go again, and it's just that. Well, it's a power injury too, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Fatigue, so, power. Well, Joe Offengari, another injury, uh, lasted ten minutes with his new side, uh, and you went down with a calf injury. Calf as well. Yeah. Again, it's an old man's injury. They're not old. No. Are they, are they doing their no. old bodybuilders crime? No, skipping leg day. Maybe. Is that yeah. what it is? Oh, remember, <laughs> go, remember the, the when you go to the gym and they. And a lot of the bodybuilders, like, they wear the little tiny singlets and they carry their bags around with the weight belts and all that sort of stuff and the yeah. different chains oh. they've got to use and their protein shakes they take in between sets and different bars they eat. Um, but then they wear tracksuit pants because mm. – No legs. No legs. Mate, legs I, like I, I've, got a, few mate, like I've got a few mates that play AFL and I'm like, boys, like, tell me, talk to me. <laughs> like, how much time do you guys spend on your guns? And they're yeah. like, mate, there are guys oh. that they go into the gym and it's all they do. Just guns. Okay. Out of everyone that you played with, mm. who's the first player that comes to mind when doing weights would firstly have how do I look at the forefront of their mind as opposed to how's this going to help my playing career? I, I don't know if, if he had this at the forefront of his mind, but geez, he looked good. Sean Ryan. We oh, used to, really? We used to call him the Adonis. And he used to love getting down the beach in his red sluggos and look like David Hasselhoff on the beach, just ripped to the bone <laughs> and just loved it. Just... And mate, we called him the Adonis, and he and he lapped it up. He, he he certainly wasn't shying away from it. I will show you, Sean Ryan, and I will raise you, Darren Centre. Oh really? Oh Hollywood, oh, just Hollywood. loved it. He's he up in Harvey Bay now. He lives up is in he, Harvey Bay. He did yeah. not have a hair 
on his body underneath his top lip. <laughs> yeah, right. Just in case he didn't shave for a couple <laughs> yeah, of days. Right. He did not have a hair on his body. Not a hair on his body. And he had these beautiful big pearly whites. Oh, he loved it. And every weight that he did, it was about how do I look oh, in bungee right. smugglers? For, good form. What about Russell Richards? Oh, Rusty. Oh, no, he was very Stop functional. It. He was very functional, Rusty. He I was all about function. He used to do 200 push-ups every day. Mate, he was insane. The insanely in strong. History. Insanely strong. Had yeah. hands like feet, but insanely strong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was an injury update. Thanks to Boopa. Join almost 4 million Australians. I am one of those, myself and my family, my children. And I'm prepare Boopa. for life. with Boopa. I went to the Boopa dentist. They've got their own dentist. Mm. As well, not one near Nathan our house. Cleary should go there, yeah. but um, really good, really good. So make sure you join Booper, like four million Australians have, and prepare for life with Booper because life happens. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show at the end of the first hour. Like we said in the second hour, straight after the break, we are going to have Chris Choppy close. Great chat. Yeah. Great chat. Really good rugby league man. But our tennis update with tennis commentator and SEN host Brett Phillips is on the line for Sports Day. Haven't spoken to BP for a while because... The French Open is underway, BP, and this is like your origin time for us, isn't it? It's, you're just so excited when the majors are on. Yeah, they're the four big prizes, so boys. Great to be back on the show. They're, they're the four big prizes you want to win in tennis. They provide the biggest paycheck uh, across the year, so you certainly want to make it into the main draw. And, yeah, we're underway in Paris, arguably the hardest of the four Grand Slams to win. You know, the one on clay where you've got to, you've got to really... Um, you've got to push pretty hard. You don't get as much uh, value. You know, I think Kim Birrell last night, you know, a Queenslander from your uh, part of the world up there, had uh, what a 41-shot rally in her match, and oh. she was just about out on her feet. She, she got a full body cramp uh, towards the end, Kim. She was the only Aussie who got defeated on day one, but she could have won that match. Uh, I think she'll grow that close to the top 100. She's done a lot of her... Uh, training, of course, on the Gold Coast. I think her father has a, um, a tennis business on the Gold Coast, and she's a great girl. And yeah, she felt the full effects of the clay uh, overnight. Yeah. Now, Roland, Gall- Roland Garros is now streaming on Stan Sport. Every match, ad free, four courts, get this, in 4K. And of Australasian Academy of Tennis Coaches, AATC.tennis, bring you the tennis for the French Open. Now, Rat, BP just spoke about. The most difficult, yeah, to win. Yeah, why? Why is it the most difficult? I mean, it just seems. Uh, well, and what is it that say a Rafa had over his opposition that made him so uh, so much of a favourite when he played on the clay? Yeah, I mean, you, you've just got to grind uh, really hard. It's a it's a surface where you don't get as uh, as much bang for your buck, if you like. And, and the players who play with a lot of top spin. Uh, just get uh, better benefits out of the court. And that's where Rafa, I mean, yeah, that, that top spin forehand, just absolutely lethal. Just the bite it can get, and it kicks out into different difficult areas of the court. Uh, whereas you know, Alex Demonor is a, probably the, almost the complete opposite, who's going to be playing in about 15 minutes' time, uh, only seated Aussie. I mean, Demon plays very flat ground strokes, so he's never had 
a great run in Paris, and it is the one surface that, you know, we don't have a lot of clay courts here in Australia. That's a little bit of a criticism because you really build a game on a surface like clay that you can then transfer to other surfaces. So, yeah, the, the, you know, the rallies are just longer. Um, there's a, there's a, the drama around, uh, gee, I hope they bring in the technology uh, for Roland Garros in the future, having to have the chair umpire come down all the time. But that's sort of part of the theatre of it, inspecting ball marks, and it is the one surface where you can see a mark. Uh, but often umpires and players are heavily disputing. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly not an easy one to win. I mean, Roger only won once, although he was in the, the, the Dahl era, which is pretty tough, and Pete, the great Pete Sampras never won uh, Roland Garros mm. despite uh, plenty of attempts. Well, mate, if, if it's, from my experience in France, the French, don't like, the French don't like changing much, and if they think they're right, uh, they're not bringing in technology <laughs> anytime soon. <laughs> Well, well, it took them a long time to put a roof on the, their centre court uh, because they knew they were lagging way behind, you know, Melbourne Park here and Wimbledon and the US Open. And they have renovated the site uh, really, really well. It's pretty compact over there in Paris. I tell you, the fans, uh, having been to Roland Garros a couple of times, they, they get right on you. If you misbehave out there, they've got the whistles going, the jeers. They boo anything, uh, the Parisians. But too, they provide a great atmosphere as well, uh, particularly for their, their local players. Now, overnight, 20th seed Dan Evans went up against our very own Tanasi Kokonakis. What a great win by Tanasi. Yeah, it was brilliant because he's played a lot of long matches the last two years. So everyone's known sort of the injuries that he went through, couldn't get out of the tennis court. So his body's been really durable, which is great. He brings a lot of assets, as we know, big serve, big forehand. You know, he's uh, he just packs a really mean punch. But you've got to have a, a few more tricks in your bag. You've got to have some variety. You've got to be uh, capable of playing the drop shot. You've got to be able to slice the ball. Uh, You've got to be able to put the ball into difficult areas, not into the hitting zone of your opponent. It can't just be an all sort of power uh, back and forth battle. So last night, to beat a a player like Dan, it was a bit of a throwback. It was sort of like an early Ashes battle. uh, Well, Dan used to be the bad boy. He was kicked out of British pubs more often than not uh, back in the day and uh, wasn't getting on the tennis court that often, but he's turned into a pretty good player. Uh, but Fanasi, the win in straight sets was a great result because normally he's uh, busting his lungs for three and a half hours in matches, uh, Fanasi. So, yeah, a great win. Great stuff, BP. Yeah, six four six four six four. move through to the second round. Uh, BP, we'll talk to you throughout the tournament. Pleasure, guys. Anytime. Great job, Roland man. Garros is now streaming on Stan Sport. Every match ad-free, four courts in 4K. And don't forget to get your texts in for SOS players that have come to the fore. We've got one here from Daniel from New Zealand. Sean Berrigan has had some great games out of position. Could play anywhere. Yeah, you're mm, right. He was Mr. Fix-It. Absolutely. Tough too, Barra. Keep your text coming in 0457. 736 736. After the break, the great origin player and manager, Chris Choppy Close. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Uh, yes, it is. Second hour of Sports Day. Thanks for hanging around. If you're here joining us for the first time, well, you're in for a treat because as we've been teasing through the first hour, great 
interview with Chris Choppy Close coming up. Now, I know New South Wales fans might be sitting back and saying, oh, it's too biased, Queensland bias. It's, the discussion is more about origin in those inaugural years, but mostly as a rugby league fan, sit and listen to the story that Choppy Close tells around Arthur Beats and preparing for their first origin, origin game. Whether you're a Queensland fan or a New South Wales fan, as an NRL fan, a rugby league fan, it's, it's great to hear. It's great to listen to. For the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, thanks for sticking around. 0457 736 736. Get involved in the show. We've been talking about SOS performances. Mm. Players have been parachuted into origin at the last moment. Well, and mate, well, Steve from Dubbo says if New South Wales are any chance to win, they need to parachute Moses in oh. ASAP. Everyone knows that number Steve. seven jersey is rightfully his. He played with a broken back the other year. That will go down in origin float folklore. That shan't be happening. That <laughs> he shan't shot. be happening. He just, he's, he's relentless, isn't he? Yeah. I'll tell you who is relentless. I've got, I've got a yeah. rap on the Eels. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it wasn't a great performance. So you're saying you're league. liking the Eels? Well, they, well, they had a win. What I'm liking but about them. Steve says you're the para basher. Well, I'm like, not going to bash them right now. Yeah. They're, 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 they're running 13th in the comp. Yep. They're two points out of the eight. They, they, they win and they get they get in that level eight spot. Their four and against is positive 52. I know. So they jump about four spots, Eighth don't they? and seventh is negative 50, negative 10. They, jump, they would jump one, two, three, four, five, six spots. They'd go up into sixth spot, yep. fifth spot. It, it's a, it's well, a they handy can score four points. It's, They've it's, always been able to score points. It's like, it's like another win, that four and against, yeah. if you get it right. Yep. Get a few troops back soon as well. What's that? Oh, yeah, they do too. We'll yeah, they do it. too. Yep. Hi, Sats and Rat. One of my favourite origin players is Paul Harry. That's Sporty Gav. Of course, he loves his Newcastle. <laughs> SOS players, we've had plenty. And also Jared Croker playing his 300th game. The only possible downside on Jared Croker's call is if he gets injured at training next week, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can never we never yeah. stop that. But he can control yeah. not getting injured at, uh, at training. You can't control getting injured in a game, can you? Unfortunately. Now... Oh, we got we got Glenn there, or yeah, Glenn. You want to throw Glenn on? Yeah. How are you, Glenn? Ah, uh, good day, Sats. Good day, Rat. Good day, Daddy Vass and uh, Justin. As I know you're listening, <laughs> Sats. Yes. I want to call you out, mate. You wouldn't tell me what happened to Jackie on uh, the summit. Yep. And I happened to watch it last night because you didn't tell me, so she, I missed Master. Well, she got voted off, so she's coming back tonight. Yeah, she got voted off in, in round two. Yep. Sole vote by, I think it was Charlotte, which was very, very disappointing. But anyway. Sorry for all you listeners out there that were going to watch it on replay. Yeah. It's just been ruined. Yeah. Yeah, replay. That, uh, rat, <laughs> that, was, that was the second episode, mate. So... <laughs> So I did. I did my investigations to actually find that. Mm. Anyway, um, that'll... shotgun shine. Get a team. Got to agree with the rat. Joey John's game three, two thousand and five. Greatest individual performance I've ever seen at such an elite level. Yeah, it it, it was. It, it really was what he did. He just made made men look like boys and and dominated. Uh, Sats and rats. We are. Diametrically opposed on Croker being stood down. There is no room for sentiment and fairy tales when you're in the business of winning. The NRL is a results-driven industry. If Canberra dropped this game against West Tigers and missed the eight by two points, the Raiders fans will be dissatisfied. Mm. Oh, they won't be satisfied. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a fair point. Um, you're right. You probably, you probably. Okay, I, what happens? You know what? I probably, 
I probably agree. What happens? He is a very astute man, Daniel. Prairie, isn't he? What happens if Daniel? What happens if the Canberra and South game on the weekend was just called off? And they said both teams are going to take one point. Why would that happen? Well, because of the Corey Hutterwood and Nida, not you know, it's, oh yeah, it's yeah. the length of time and what do we do? We look at that in a different view that the game is not as important as. Well, it certainly brought the human element back into it, didn't it? Yeah. As, as much vitriol that gets spat between teams and how much you, they blow up at each other and you, you know, you're yelling at the ref. When something like that happens, you just really think, wow, these, these are just young men out there having a crack. Exactly. And, and um, yeah, it was, it was a moving moment. Yeah. You know, so. Now, we've promised this all night, and I hope you enjoy this chat with uh, a great man of rugby league. Uh, yes, he's a Queenslander, but first and foremost, he's just – a terrific human being, and of course, talk of none other than Chris Choppy Close. Meninga to Close, Close cutting back the other way, catches the defence on the wrong foot, he's broken through, he's coming up to Edie, gets away from Edie, he's over underneath. Chris Close, great piece of work, that could be the one to break the news. Oh, great memories from back in 1980, the inaugural State of Origin, which was only played one game, to, one game. just to see whether it would work or not. Your dad, your famous mm. dad, played in that game he as did. well, didn't he, Rat? 14 Origins for Queensland, three tests for Australia and also one of the great managers in state of origin history as well. Chris Tefer Choppy Close joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Chop? Hey, Chop. Hey, boys. How are you? Very well, thank you. Yeah. Before we get into Very origin good. chat, how's how's life for Chris Close at the moment? Are you going well, Chop? Yeah, look, everything's good, mate. Um, you know, working hard uh, for a living and um, relaxing at Harvey Bay when I'm at home and uh, everything's going really well, mate. Mate, surely there's a few junkets coming up around origin time for one choppy close. Well, I'm like old Ma- Auntie Mary, mate. You know, they roll me out every origin in the wheelchair and <laughs> ride me around, whiz me around a little bit, and then they put me back away again for the rest of the year. So got a few little things happening, yeah, mate, around this time of the year. And it's lovely, though. It's lovely to be included and remembered. Yeah, it's always exciting. You always an exciting time it. of the year. Also, a... An anxious time of year, Chop. Now, when the teams are announced each year, and of course you're not involved in the team as a manager anymore, but when the teams are announced, do you just take it in your stride or do you, or do you get emotional about selections that Queensland make? Oh, or no. I, I, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I think I'm an expert, same as everybody else. <laughs> you know, I want, I want my team to be playing and, uh, and I, I, you know, I'm pretty adamant about that, but I understand that I don't have any say in it. And usually uh, you can see where... You know, the selectors or the coach have made the decision for the right reasons. So I'm always happy with the team. I, I, you know, it wouldn't matter which team they picked. I'm going to be right behind them. But I think this year they've picked an outstanding team. Now, Latrell announces, uh, as of yesterday, he's going to be out till early this morning. He's going to be out from Origin 1. Now, when you were playing, Chop, if Brett Kenny, for example, was, was announced that he's going to be out two days before the game injured... Would it have changed the mindset of this team or you would have thought, I don't care? No, I don't think it would, mate. And, you know, I'm just thinking about these young men at the moment. I don't think it's going to change their mindset either. I don't know where you guys feel about that, but I would think that they're uh, they're getting ready to prepare. And I think that Billy's done a fantastic job as a coach already in such a short time. And I don't think that he would have any um, anything to say about that much at all. I mean, it may change the game plan marginally, but at the end of the day, they take, you know, Latrell out and bring Steve Crichton in. There's not, you yeah. know what, there's not a big difference there. They're no, both no. bloody good players. So yeah. you, you can't allow yourself the luxury of thinking, well, they've got somebody out. Uh, it's not like they're scraping the bottom of the barrel to find players to fill those spots. So 
it's always going to be that way. And, uh, you know, I don't think this year is any different. Yeah, Chop, I, I want you to take us back to that night in 1980 when Origin <coughs> was born. Now, there's talk that, you know, New South Wales didn't didn't understand how, you know, what this meant. And, you know, the, the, the passion that Queensland came out with that night just, just blew them off the park. You know, New South Wales had all these, you know, rock stars playing for them and they were meant to win. But what was it like in that build-up to that game? Because I understand you only had a couple of days and that dressing room before you ran out there, um, you know, playing with the likes of Arthur Beaton and the King, um, what was it like in that dressing room before you ran out to play that game? Oh, mate, there was certainly an expectation. There's no doubt about that. I I can remember it quite vividly. We, we actually played two interstate games in 1980 and we'd got dusted up both games and I'd played... The year before, Sydney Nine played for Queensland, and once again we we just couldn't compete at that level against New South Wales. And Matty, they had a great team. Your dad was in the team, yep. you know. Your father Steve, he he was one of the best players that have ever played our game, and um, you know it was a, a tough task, master. But he had uh, someone who wasn't too bad beside him, the Mick Cronin. Yep. So you know, looking at it from a young centre's point of view, I'm looking at two of my absolute heroes and um, thinking, you know. Wow, how, how hard is this going to be? So for 1980, they'd also just picked the Australians. Well, they just completed a New Zealand tour. So myself and Rowan Hancock were the only two resident Queensland players that made that 28-man squad to go to New Zealand. So, you know, there was a lot of stuff happening around us. A lot of stuff had happened that year. And, um, you know, Queensland were, were treated, you know, fairly poorly by the uh, Southern press. And uh, we weren't taken seriously. We weren't rated. Uh, we weren't ranked. And, um, you know, that sort of didn't sit well with me. And I felt that I'd just come back from that uh, tour over in New Zealand with the Australian team. And um, once again, you know, we sort of got treated, you know, a little bit second rate, not by everybody, but a few people that, you know, that um, will, will remain nameless, you know, really didn't, uh, you know, make us feel like we we're part of the group. Uh, particularly Rowan, and, you know, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget the way, and, you know, they, they were sort of almost, um, you know, like sort of down down on him a bit until he played his first game and he smashed a few of the Kiwi guys up. You know, ran, ran 70 metres, scored a try. Hit, he had two tackles in a row. Tackles, they carted the bloke off. So, you know, they, they just didn't they rate our performances, and we come back to that third game, and <clears throat> Arthur was the captain. And I had the enormous privilege of being uh, get, being able to get dressed beside him in the old Lang Park dressing sheds. They were, you know, unique in, in the in the building. And um, you know, it was one of those nights where the expectation was huge. We we had all these players back. Uh, you know, the likes of Rod Reddy and, and Arthur and Johnny Lang and uh Kerry Bosted, you know, and the list was just enormous and we had all these good players coming back into our team um at the time and, you know, Arthur was a great leader. Uh, he he had uh, he'd sort of set us up during the week at training, and he'd made a you know laid a fairly strong platform. And I just haven't got enough time to tell you everything, but at the end of the day, mate, um, I knew it was serious because I threw my, my, my bag onto the bench, and Arthur came in just behind me and he dropped his bag down beside mine, and um, I was just in awe of him. He was such a big man for a start. But he just started his methodical, uh, you know, preparation for the game, and he had all these things that he did to to get himself ready. And uh, you know, he, he just 
he stood there and um, and I'm just watching every move he made and dip his fingers into a big jar of Vaseline and shove the big wad of Vaseline up each nostril. I don't know what that was for, but it, it looked good anyway. It was hanging all <laughs> off him and carrying on. And then he uh, he picked up a an old stocking, a lady's stocking full of resin, which was something that they used back in those days. And they used to, you know, put it on their jersey and down their forearms to give them some grip. And he stood there, you know, in front of me, and he, he belted his chest with this resin bag. And as the dust just went up around him, and he, I just was watching, and he, he put the bag down, he reached in, he got out a bit of boot polish or whatever, and he put it across his cheeks, just under his eyes, just as a as a thing that they used to do back then to, to take the glare of the lights away from you, from you when you were playing. Yep. And I'm sitting there looking at him, and I said, this isn't a game of football. This is war. He's preparing for battle. I yeah. tell you now, if he had said to me, Chop, get this knife here, stick it in your sock, take it out there and stab one of them blokes, <laughs> I'd have been the first one to do it. I'll give you the tip. I was just in total awe. And he said, you're right. And we all got up and followed him out and what a night it was. Yeah, well, mate, the, the passion that Queensland played that night, it was evident. Um, no more evident than when you backhanded Eric Growth. What was he? Uh, oh, and I was in 81, but what, 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 were you do, what was yeah. he doing? For you to have to backhand him, <laughs> was it? Was he just he holding on? Or was he, he was just there. He wouldn't let go, mate. You know, like, he ask Eric; he'll tell you. Yeah. He knows. He, you know, he, he, what a magnificent uh, passage of rugby league it was. Like Colin Scott made the best break you've ever seen in your life, and went within a meter of scoring a try. You know, sixty meters. Mm. And the only play, bloke on the field who would have been capable of catching him from that distance was Eric Grote. Mm. And he mowed him down with one of the most magnificent tackles you've ever seen in your life, uh, right on the goal line. And uh, I, I was the first person there at dummy half, and I knew that, you know, there was very few of the New South Wales men back there, and I knew that if we, uh, if we could get up and play the ball, I was going to score. Mm. They weren't going to stop me from there. Anyway, he, he was hanging on, and I said, let him go, and I grabbed him by the hair and pulled his head back. And if you watch the footage, you'll see all this. And his head snapped straight back into where he had it. So the second time I pulled his head back, I didn't give him, give him a chance to, to go back down. I backhanded him and, and hit him just on the top of the nose. And I could, he just went limp. He just went limp, and I pushed him off. And Scotty got up and played the ball, and uh, I picked it up, and I remember... I looked up and and guess who was Marcus, Matty? Steve Rogers was. I've watched it many Steve times. Steve Rogers, yeah. <laughs> well, and I went, you know, one of the very few times in my life went straight over the top of him and Terry Faye, who was another joint, un- unbelievable player, was standing just off the off the ruck. And, um, you know, I put the ball down and nobody said a word. They didn't well, come down and... Really try. Well, mate, so, you'd, be, you'd be getting time probably, in the bin after, mate. You'd be getting more than time in the bin these, in this day and age. But I, I'll tell you, oh, you probably would. A funny you story. Would, but you know, I'd do it again. Yeah, I'd do it again, mate. You know, and just to top that story off, I remember we played a Legends game a few years, ago, you know, a long time ago, and I was having a beer with the old man, and he, he recounted the story from his side. Yeah, and he said, I ran in the marker. He said, as soon as I ran in there, I knew it was the silliest thing I'd ever done in my life. <laughs> he said, I. <laughs> He said, I looked at you, 
he said, your eyes were rolling around in your head like a, a pinball machine. <laughs> and he said, there's steam coming out your ears. And I said to myself, hang on, here he comes. <laughs> and uh, that's his recount. Wow, mate. He I, just went straight over the top of me. Yeah. He, he reckoned the only way he would have stopped you yeah. is to pull what was in his pants out and throw it at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, Chop, when Arthur as a coach, because he took over, didn't he, the year later, 1981 as coach. So from player he to did, coach. Yeah. Was there a glaring difference? Oh, no. He, he's probably one of the, the smartest and uh, most astute rugby league players that I've ever had a conversation with. And um, he knew the game so well. He had he had great understanding of, of, you know, what needed to be done. And he had a great way of bringing that out with the blokes, you know. And he was such a, a great mentor. But he just made you feel like you were the you know best in the world every time he spoke to you. And, um, you know, he, he was a, a remarkable coach in that respect. And, uh, he, you know, he, he helped me so much. He, I, I think he helped all of us. And if we, if we look back in that moment, you know, I think eight of us were, were 21 or younger. So he had to do that. He had to be there and, and guide us in that space. And if, if you look at the early origin years, you know, even when he was in coach with uh, John McDonald the first year and then Arthur from then on right through till you know, my career ended, you know, we had the we had a massive winning percentage at that stage. So I think I only played nine Origin games and won six. You know, so we we were going pretty well. And Arthur was the coach. Yeah, mate. What's um? I just wanted to ask you. You know, you've you've been around the game. You, you've you've managed. You you were my first Queensland manager, which was you know a huge honour for me to be sitting in front of you in the team meetings. But you know, the game today. What's your take on it, Chop? I mean, obviously times change, games change, things evolve. <coughs> Where do you see the game today? Oh look, I you know it's it's I, I love the game still. I, I I hate the way they mess with it, but that's just me. That's just my opinion, you know. And I I suppose I've got the hindsight of seeing how it was back then and being part of the way it was played back then. And you know I didn't I didn't see a lot wrong with it, but I do now. I, I do see a lot wrong with how that was played back then. And and I've got um, three grandsons, uh, three grandchildren, one grandson and yeah. and two granddaughters that uh, you know have taken up the game this year. And I don't want to see them in that space that I was in. I don't want to see them getting belted in the head and taken advantage of and, you know, risking their their, their uh, well-being to play a game of rugby league. So as far as that goes, you know, I'd be the first one in a, a stink if I needed to be at that the, in the game of footy. But I don't want them to, to put up with that or have to go through that. Yeah, and, that's um, I think that we've done a great job on that space, you know, in, in changing our game in, in that regard. Uh, it's annoying that... We have the, you know, the swinging handbags at, at two paces these days. There's no real uh, aggression or anger. It's all just hot wind, you know. They all get there pushing, putting yeah. their chins up and poking their chest out. That's a bit embarrassing for the game. But um, I think, uh, you know, I look at the uh, the, the uh, ability or, or the advancement in, in the athleticism of the players, the training methods, you know, if I was playing now, I'd be fit at 112 kilos and mm, it'd be yep. a different game for me. Yeah. And, you know, I watch that and I watch the effort they put into that and, and I can understand how many injuries are caused by the fact that they're just, you know, they're at their peak maximum performance build. Yeah. And uh, it shows the way they play, the, the things they do in the corners, the wingers with the ball and the athleticism and strength that that requires to do that. Yeah. I think the game has come a long way, mate. I just feel that there's some things that we could take out of the game that, that probably don't make it as fair as what it could be. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's really well put. I think you've got a lot of supporters there, Chop. Now, before we let you go, of course, you think Queensland's going to win. And when Queensland win, in your eyes, who's the man of the match after Wednesday night's clash? Oh, look, I think if uh, if we're going to win, it's got to be Cameron Munster or Benny Hunt. Uh, If they aren't man of the match, one of those two players aren't man of the match, then I I think it's going to be a tough night for us. Mm. Um, And Cameron Munster's the key. Uh, Cameron... You know, he. I think he's been really hot and cold in the last few years. Mm. Um, but um, I think, you know, this year he, he really needs to stand up and take control of that. And, and I know Benny Hunt will. Benny Hunt has just developed into probably one of the most reliable and, and, you know, fantastic players of the modern game. And I just love how he does everything at 100% max. And, you know, Queensland needs that. If we're going to beat New South Wales, we've got to have a... 17 players playing like Benny Hunt does. Mm. Yeah, now, off topic, I'm just throwing this in. Last couple of weeks, we've been talking about state of larrikins, Chop. Players who do their best work off the field, the great characters of the game. So in origin over the years, who'd go into your team? If you had to nominate a player for the state of larrikins team, who would it be? Uh, no doubt. There's, he still holds the mantle. <laughs> I mean, as a, as a trainer, healthy. Yeah. He's not the greatest larrikin, annoying pest <laughs> that I've ever had to manage in my life, and I don't know who is. And, uh, and he was consistent. But not only that, he was intelligent, you know. And, and him and Kevin Walters were the two best. You know, they, it didn't matter. Gordon, Wendell, Lipke, they had nothing on them. Yeah. They'd, they'd try and, you know, run the, the bus, and they'd just get shot down with one word. And, uh, you know, they, they were just ultimate, ultimate uh, larrikins. And um, they, were, they were, you know, fantastic players as well. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, Chop, awesome. we could sit here and talk to you about Origin all, all night. Love your mm. passion. You're a tremendous rugby league man, and it's always great to talk to you. And thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. Yeah, and mate, I, if I can, I didn't get a chance to do this publicly before, but um, I'd just like to pay my respect to your dad, uh, both of your fathers. You know, two incredible players in our game. And, you know, from a father's point of view, sitting there looking down from where they would be, uh, they couldn't be more proud of you to, to you, you two young fellows, mate. So well done to all of you. Oh, it's oh, nice one. You, Thank you very appreciate much, it, Chuck. Mate. We really appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much. And have a great night on Wednesday night. Cheers, Chuck. guys. See you, boys. Yeah, and we do appreciate his time. Chop, chop. He's only brought a tear to my oh, old chop. Mate. He's just one of the great humans. Yeah. Like, you know, worked with him at the Titans, as you did. Yeah. Um, you know, he was my Queensland manager when I first you know, came on board. And I remember I, when I got injured and, and did my knee, like he was, a, he was on the phone to me every day mm. when I was at camp. Just making sure I was all right, just checking in on me, making sure my head was in a good space. Um, just one, one of the great humans. That story about Arthur Beats, and I think I've heard that 15 or 20 times, and I never get sick of hearing it. Gives it gives you goosebumps, doesn't it? Oh, just uh, the enormity of the man as well. well like, like I was saying, like, I spoke to my dad many times about yep. it. He, he really didn't – they didn't understand – like in those early days, they, they really didn't get what this meant to Queensland because mm. they'd just been going up there and bashing them for years, yeah. you know, through the 70s and even the, those couple of games prior to that in the 80s, in 1980. And um, he said, mate, we got the shock of our life. Yeah. He goes, we, we were on the back foot and never got on the front foot. Gav says, what a great chat. Hey, guys, you remember Noel Cleal and Chris Close? We were centre pair partners for Manly in oh. the 80s too. The size of them, two blockbusting big blokes. Mate, it's gone full circle. Yeah. You got your Fafitas. I mean, yep. you got your Talakai's now and your uh, Balanced Tavare, you know, these big bullocking centers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give you us go. your opinion. What do you think? Chris Choppy Close, take the origin aside.
the chat itself was an amazing chat from an amazing man. Zero four five seven. 7367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367367
And um, yeah, I'm proud of her. She's, Good stuff. She's doing amazing. Good stuff. Number yeah, seven. Number seven. Tristan Saylor, another uh, another son, son, well, son of um, of the great Wendell. Um, great effort to deny Rocco Berry in his Broncos debut. His old man would have been proud, that's for sure. Hand under the ball there, incredibly. Yeah, that's no try. What an effort. His first game in almost three seasons. Tristan Saylor comes up with a huge play for the Broncos. It's no try for the Warriors. Mm, it, was, it was outstanding, Tristan Saylor. Looked like he'd been there plenty of games. Out. Now, number six in the Care Top Sevens, it was the Bunnies and the Raiders game. Big win for the Raiders. And Albert Hoppawati, well, he bagged a hat trick. Now to White, the double pup. He's threatening. Then gets it on. Wrapping a two-on-one. Hoppawati. Raiders are in. Hoppawati hat trick. And Raiders retake the lead. Good game, that. Really good game. Yeah, Enjoyed good game it. game of footy. You know, um, aside from the Corey Hutterwood and Nida, it was a, it was a really it was a nervous part of the game for both sides. Both the score lines was, you know, it was very close. And what was going to happen after that? How the... Which yeah, how they're going to respond to it. Respond, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. They did, they, both teams did very well, uh, mate. Your man, number five. You've been talking about this guy for a while, Dean Mariner. Oh yeah. Uh, introduces himself to rugby league world with two tries. One of them was here. And look out! Mariner's away, and this will be a try. And comes Sailor with the kick. Oh yes! Great try to double for Dean Mariner. <laughs> Just. He's a great player. Herbie Farmworth going to the Dolphins. The Broncos weren't too concerned with this young man coming through. The reason why I'm laughing is Steve, again, all week when the kid top seven, top eight. <laughs> well, isn't that just dandy? It was bad enough Parra missing out in the top seven and seven spots in the kid top seven. Now he created an extra spot to miss out on the top eight. <laughs> well, guess what? Number four, Dylan Brown's oh, try saver of Chad Townsend helps Parramatta edge out North Queensland. <laughs> Townsend for Drinkwater and back for Hiku. And now Townsend. Will he, oh, what a tackle by Dylan Brown. Can I can I say, how did Chad Townsend not score that try? He could not not try, score he, that he try. He looked like he was on a treadmill, but all he had to do was dive straight and he would have slid over. <laughs> and he's tried to put the big left foot. Uh, mate, Benji Marshall on. Chatty. <laughs> Great work, Dylan. Like, no one in front of him wouldn't give up. Dylan Brown. Oh, yeah, mate. It really hurt me. Uh, number three, uh, Marju. Wow, mate, he's going good, isn't he? Good he, play. Three tries against the Knights. Three tries against the Knights. And Brian Tom Dom Young. Mike. And Dom Young sealed it with a, with a 95 metre effort. It was a great night. Now, Dom Young. Oh, he's got Kepi. There he goes straight past him. Look out. He beat Ruben Garrick. Look he out. stepped the fullback collar. There's manly players coming from everywhere, but they're all too late. Dom Young. Look out. Yeah. What a try. How quick was he? Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. He's got, yeah. Some, he's got some wheels. Over 20,000 fans there. Great afternoon at McDonald Jones Stadium. Well yeah. done, Newcastle fans and the Manly fans who travelled up. Number two, well, he wasn't going to let his teammates take all the gloss off his 100th game. Jermaine Asako, he scored a double in the win against the Dragons. Kenny Bromwich wrap around plainly. Asako, don't tell me. Jermaine Asako. He's over for another four-pointer for the Dolphins. Somebody stop him. He's going to run out of the stadium. He's going to run to Scarborough. <laughs> Mate, I, I love this number one, but I feel for the likes of, you know, the Alex Twoles of the world that have oh, been toiling I know where for so long. Mm. But the number one this year is we love it when a front row gets over for a try, and it was his first try. Well, Rimu Greg getting over for his first NRL meaty. They go to the right-hand side. <laughs> Went short to Wiramu. 
There Craig. it is. There Stop it is. Stop on his way over. Straight through the middle, Jimmy. Oh, oh you big man. You got the wrong big man. Oh. And the try scorer, bingo. Point to the spot, Liam Kennedy. Wiramu Greg. I reckon that's his first try in the National Rugby League. He should have had a double. I know. He should have had a double. I think he, like, stumbled and, like, fell and like, just did what front rowers do when they're in the clear. Just, I don't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. And, um, <laughs> mate, but he's been going good. He's a good player. Well, men, men down, he's aiming up. Well, he's got to hold the fort. Yeah. He's got to hold the fort for Regan Campbell-Gillard, yeah. Ryan Madison, and those. They're starting to get some stars back very soon, aren't they, Daddy Vass? Are you going to mention anything about our, our Parramatta texter there? We... We slotted him at number one. He'd be oh, yeah, no, yeah, someone yeah. won't be happy enough for no, him. No, no. You'll, you'll, you'll be yeah. wondering why he didn't have five out of the seven. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Now, uh, on the text line, 0457 736 736. 302 says, it nearly brought a tear to my eye. Absolute classic, fellas. What a great conversation. This is with Choppy Close, if you're just uh, joining in. Get us on the podcast and listen to that interview as well. As I said previously, I've been privileged to get my hand broken through a handshake with the mighty Beatson. Great show, mm. boys. Remember the Wally Alfie combo at State of Origin, Lang Park, glorious. Yeah, another one from Rooster Mars. First time I sat next to Arthur, I nearly wet myself in <laughs> excitement. I can't remember whether I was from almost spilling my can of drink or the other method, but I was only seven, my first footy hero. Oh, it just had such a great mm. – it left such an indelible mark on everyone he met. And you know the big thing about Arthur when you, when you saw him, he had such a great aura about him that he was almost unapproachable. Mm. But he would break that barrier – because all he ever wanted to do was talk to every rugby league fan. Yeah, he, he loved it, didn't he? Yeah. He had that big, jolly laugh. He's just such a happy guy. Another, another one here, gents. Choppy Close, great man, great player, and great stories. You guys need to get Origin Greats as a weekly segment, not just around Origin time. Some of the stories are absolutely remarkable and really good listen. That's from Michael. I, I agree. Mm. I, it's something that we've talked about, Sats. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, you know, there's a there's a – there's Watch a, this space. There's a bygone era. <laughs> Watch this space, Rat. That we love. You and I have been talking about yeah, no we idea. have. We have. And, yeah. you know, we, we, we grew up in it. I know. And I just, the, the people that were in my space, your space, the stories that we heard. Do you know things. Origin? My dad took me to the first Origin. And it's when I, re- um, I used to run around in dad's jerseys and read his scrapbooks. And, and I realized that he, he was important in rugby league and, he, and he'd done something that was great. But I didn't realize how important how much people loved him universally. So yeah. at the very first state of origin, I was eight years of age. And the only thing I can remember is by the time we left the grandstand and got back to the car, it would have been another hour and a half because everyone stopped him and wanted to talk to him. Mm. And that's, and you would have been no different. No different. Yeah. You know, as a family, their greatest, some of their, sometimes their, their greatest attributes is their worst well, attributes well, well, as well it's because different, they give up family time to appease everyone else. It, back then, like these guys were, were like, I mean, we, we put our, our athletes up on pedestals now and, and rightfully so. They've achieved, they're, they're, yep. they're like, like Choppy said, you know, that the, the athleticism, the, the effort that they put in, and not that these guys didn't put effort in, but the reality is back then, mm. if you saw, and I used to joke about it. If you saw Steve Rogers in the wild, it was like, wow. Like you don't see him on Instagram every day. You, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, they, they play a, a, a Sunday afternoon game on TV and a, a maybe a Saturday or the, the Channel 2 game on, yep. sat, on a Saturday. Like there was, if you saw him in real life and you had your footy card with you to You're get waiting a sign, for David Attenborough to talk about it. Mate, it was like, Look wow. at Steve Rogers <laughs> as he pounces through, <laughs> through the, the Woolworths supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> Wally old character. I remember walking up the games and just thinking, all right, that's dad gone for the day. Yeah. 
you know, like you don't, you know, you're not going to see him for four hours. Give me a can of crushed can of Coke. I'm going to go play in the in goals. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before we get to the break, shotgun shine. Great text here. Listening on two HD. Never get sick of hearing Choppy Close telling that yarn about Arthur. Makes you feel like you're in the dressing shed with them all. Yeah, mm, you're exactly right. He's a great storyteller, teller, and a great guy. And the Kia Top Seven. Top eight tonight, the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Thanks for your texts throughout the night. Watching on the TV here in the studio, face-to-face interview with Daniel Anderson, who, of course, a tremendous coach, had great success in England as well, took the Parramatta Eels to a grand final. Of course, was was injured in a surf accident and is confined to a wheelchair for now. Yeah, yeah. I, I spoke to him just recently. He's, he's back at he's, work. He he's works for the Roosters in recruitment. For recruitment. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, I mean, he's, he's getting on with it. Yeah. He's a bloody brave man, mate. You know, like just, and a good man. Yeah. Good man. DanielAndersonFund.com.au if you want to donate. And it's a very worthy cause to yeah. a, a great rugby league man. Let's get to some of your texts. Yeah. We've got one here. Uh, spot on, Matty. I was in awe of my footy heroes. I'd be waiting for the big league every Wednesday morning at the news agent. We've got to bring it back. Oh, I know. That was the only regular way to see pics of them. Mm. Couldn't wait to see who the team photo was in the centrefold. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And it was good it, as a player, if you if you were that oh, centrefold. <laughs> I was like stop a, it. That was a big, yeah. like, yeah. Big tick of approval. Yep. What about what from our mate Northy? What about you, pair of A grades, both born in New South Wales and both support <laughs> Queensland? That'll do me. Shut up, Northy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, how have you guys not worked out yet that this? Oh, come on, you can't say that, mystery man. What's that his... woogie? Oh, our mate. Oh, oh, that, oh, that show's better without yeah, him. Yeah, you can't say that. Oh no, you can't. I like working with Woogie. He's good fun. Oh, I so say, what are you saying? No, no, I, like no. Me. I love working oh, with you. Gotcha. I like working with him. Gotcha. Hey, every year there is banter. Between New South Wales and Queensland are leading into origin. Footy fans love it. Neither side wants to see other side get an advantage, no matter what it is. COVID was unavoidable, and it's great that the series went ahead in 2021 with all three games taking place in Queensland. However, in the interest of fairness, when did New South Wales get to host three games in the same year? Never. It'll never happen. Never happen. Just no. under the circumstances. No. Yeah. No. Uh, that's Another one. G'day. G'day. My favourite is Michael O'Connor kicking uh, in those... In those um, we're talking about SOS SOS's. Players, which he wasn't SOS. Wasn't player, really an SOS. But but the great when, moment, Glenn. When Michael O'Connor kicked from the oh, sideline. 1991. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, I got here for Rooster Muzz Worm. I hope you don't mind me asking, how is Orb going these days? I understand his health isn't the best. Now, Orb is Elwyn Walters. Great hooker from the 70s. Comps and 60s. Comps with South and the Roosters he won mm. in the late 60s, early 70s, and through the mid-70s, of course, with Arthur Beetson. Uh, he's going okay. He's, he's not the best health, but he's going okay. He's still up and about. Yeah, Rooster good, Muzz. Good to know. Great well, this, 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 this one's okay. Bit, bit, bit of a worry, bitchy comment, but I'm glad I won't be hearing Latrell 500 times at least for a game for game one. Did any of you ever want commentators to call you Matt or Scott during the whole game? What's wrong with Mitchell? Anyway, got that out of my crawl. That's from Mike. <laughs> Listen, uh, that, that what, what Latrell does... And and the aura that he has, yeah. and, the, and the command that he he sort of respects on the field and off it, and man, it does get under people's skin. But that's what that's what brings that's the passion in the game. Villains, and, villains, and heroes. You got to love it. Like it's, 
And, mate, I, I used to be a bit like that. I used to hate certain things. Now I just think, oh, mate, just – just this is this is it, man. This is the game. This is what this is what fires you up. This is what gets you excited. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's it's not easy. It's the way we talk now. That's why we talk about it because yeah. we're so passionate about what it. About, what about what about Scotty in Cronulla? Scotty, what? he says Scotty and Matt Queensland by how many Wednesday night night go to the Maroons? He's from Cronulla. Good on you, Scotty. Well, so are you. You're from Cronulla. Go Queensland. Play for Queensland. Go for, uh, Queensland by eight. Uh, let's get to the break, and after the break, we'll wrap the show up. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, not long to go. Thanks for hanging around. Hope you enjoyed the chat with Choppy Close. We've got yeah, a good text yeah, there from good Socks Up. Yeah, good check from Socks Up. He says, listening, doing the man chores, washing up. Choppy chat was awesome. And finishing with a tribute to your dads, to the shield around Corey. Rugby league is the best. What, what more could I say? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. He's, uh, and I'm saying, to, if you're a business owner out there, you're a person organising a sportsman's luncheon. Get I can Choppy Close. Choppy Close. I, the man sitting to my left, I've, and I, he knows I've always said this publicly, yeah. is one of the best public speakers I've heard tell some great stories. Choppy Close is just the most amazing guest speaker. Oh, he's brilliant. For any level, any yeah. level at all. Yeah. Uh, let's get to this. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. Oh, I, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right well, in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. So, Peter the farmer, he, he went to the cinema one day. He's, he's carrying his pet rooster. The pet chicken, he walks up to the, the counter and says, oh, can I can have a ticket. And the lady says, sorry, but we don't allow animals in the cinema. And so he goes, oh, okay. So he goes around the corner, puts the chicken down his pants. Can I have a ticket? Gives him a ticket, goes and sits down. Now, Betty and Mildred also come in to watch. They're a couple of 85-year-olds, lived in the town for years. And so the chicken's moving around in, in Peter's pants. So he und- undoes zip and just lets the head pop out. And Mildred says, Betty... The guy next to me, I think he's got his old fella out. And Betty says, don't worry about it. We're, we've been around a long time. We've seen it all. Long, short, doesn't matter. And Mildred said, yeah, but this one's eating my popcorn. <laughs> 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 uh, not bad. Thanks not very bad. much, everyone, for joining Dark us tonight. Hope you have a great night. Thanks to Choppy Close, and we'll see you tomorrow night.